Boom! Welcome back to the 413th episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. My name is Jake Chavarilli. We have a co-host here, Blockchain John, and we're going to get oh, into yeah. everything that's going on this weekend. Weekend. Welcome, welcome, welcome. June 12th. Boom. So, uh, Seriously, first, go I, I got to tell you something, Jake. It's been hecka hot out here, dude. Mm -hmm. The craziest thing is yesterday was like 100 degrees, whatever it was, right? Mm -hmm. Went out to the beach. It was nice out there. Came back today, and it's raining today, man. Yep. What the heck, California? Yep. It rained today. What's, what's a bummer? Too. What's a bummer is that I checked. I checked the weather yesterday or today, and it only said four percent chance of rain. I was like, cool. I can I, mm -hmm. I can wash my car. And I went out and I washed my car. <laughs> Came back. <laughs> like really, bro? Uh, really? I'm so Typical, sorry, man. Right? Uh, it, it did rain. It rained this morning a little bit, just just enough to probably get mess up your car, right? Um, yep, yep. But uh, yeah, it's it was really it was scorching. I think it was 103 Fahrenheit, and then it was like a 97 Fahrenheit here, and then it dropped to 80, which is fine. Yeah. I'm perfectly fine with it being that much cooler out. Um, but it's actually not going to break 100 for I think another 10 days, which I'm perfectly yeah. fine with. It you, doesn't need to be hot to, here, and it's a great cooling off to, uh, period for Monterey? Bitcoin. <laughs> what? You ever been out to Monterey to uh, Canary Row? Yeah, I love it. Been there many times. Dude, it was nice. Man, mm -hmm. it was like 20 degree difference. Over, uh, mm -hmm. over here, it was like 97, 98 yep. degrees. Over there, it was like 70, man. Yep. 75. It's the beach, man. It's, it's so the nice. beach. It's always going to be nice at the it's beach. It's great. Never gets hot uh, at the beach. That's the reason Salinas is so yeah. nice is because even though you're not technically the beach, you're still pretty close to it. So. <laughs> Ooh, refreshing. It was nice. Yeah. Yes, I completely Anyways. agree. Let's uh, get over to the job of the day here. We got a job from Kraken. It was posted on the 11th. They're looking for a back-end engineer for NFTs. Now let's go over Kraken. If you haven't heard about Kraken before, their mission is to accelerate the adoption of cryptocurrency so that you and the rest of the world can achieve financial freedom and inclusion. In our first decade, Kraken was risen to become one of the largest, most successful, and respected crypto exchanges on the planet. It's a far cry from when they began, but anyways. We are changing the way the world thinks about finance, and our range of successful products are playing a critical role in the mainstream adoption of crypto assets. Continue to trailblaze into new territory with the introduction of the Kraken Bank, providing a more seamless integration between crypto and traditional financial system. This makes us the first crypto company ever to be awarded a U.S. state banking charter. Anyways, about this role, yep. our engineering team is having a blast building the most innovative cryptocurrency platform in the industry, and we are looking to, for a back-end engineer NFTs to help us build an industry-leading NFT marketplace. NFTs are one of the hottest topics in the cryptocurrency industry, and this opportunity will afford you the ability to work on the cutting edge with our team of subject matter experts, people who know all about this topic. So just just a few things that they're looking for. At least three years of experience as a back-end developer. Familiarity with t NFT standards like ERC-721 and 1155 or Metaplex. These are good things. You should probably know, know Node.js and TypeScript and other things like frameworks of that type. DevOps is a good thing. It's funny because they're kind of describing my job. <laughs> uh, writing reusable, testable, and efficient code. Own, develop, and maintain NFT services. Basically, if you're back in engineering NFTs, this is the job you're probably going to be looking for. And Kraken's looking for you. So check out this link by going to our Discord channel when there are plenty of invites in every single video that we produce. And you can then get into the crypto careers section of C3 Media's main section. So what's the quote of the day, John? 
quote of the day yep once again you guys can head over to the uh, discord channel here to c3 media general we do have quote of the day here this one's written uh, said by hal finney bitcoin has a couple of things going for it it is that one is that it is distributed with no single point of failure no mint no company with offices that can be subpoenaed and arrested and shut down yeah that's exactly it if truly decentralized, that is, with Bitcoin and or any other cryptocurrency for that matter, with the exception of some things like Solana. <laughs> you can't really get in there and take down the central organization because there isn't one. And that's the point of Web3. And I guess we're going to talk about Web5, right, at and some point. after we get that Cointree in. Yeah, so let's check out Cointree here. I'm going to flip through here. We can check out Cointree or C-O-I-N-T-R dot E-E slash C3media to get to all of the links that C3 Media offers, such as all the places you can donate to us, through Bitcoin, Ethereum, BNB, definitely like BNB, Raven, Bat, Litecoin, Flux, Monero, USDC, because it's not USDT, <laughs> USD, Dogecoin, SNX, Cake, Cell, etc., etc. You can also check out the links to Discord. You can find it there. You can see our Twitter, our Twitch, our Odyssey, which is blockchain-based YouTube, basically. And, of course, YouTube. And if you like us on YouTube, we appreciate a thumbs up. So <clears throat> let's get on to the news of the day. Crypto Twitter being the first thing. John, take it away. Okay. This one's written by uh, Tim Hackey. Uh, once again on crypto, uh, excuse me, decrypt.co. This week on Crypto Twitter, Elon Musk evasive on deal status. Doquan denies new allegations. Bum, bum, bum. It was a challenging week for the crypto community as the leading coins fell yet again. As usual on crypto Twitter, prices were everyone's least concern. Instead, the dramas centered on the seemingly inter interminable saga of Tesla CEO. Is that interminable? It is, right? Interminable saga of Tesla CEO Elon Musk bid to buy Twitter. There were also more accusations. What was that? I should probably had it on the wrong page this whole time. My bad. Keep going. Oh no. That's fine. I'll get to it. There were there were also more accusations of foul play leveled of uh, at Terraform Lab CEO Do Kwan in the wake of UST's collapse. On Monday, Musk made it clear in a letter to to Twitter's general counsel that his forty-four billion dollar acquisition bid is temporarily on hold. Pending confirmation that's less than 5% of the microblogging platform's users are spam bots. In the amended document, which was filed with the United States Securities and Exchange Commission, Musk accused Twitter of actively resisting and thwarting his information, information rights. Alex Weeprin, a journalist for The Hollywood Reporter, argued that Musk's latest move was either tactical or a sign of cold feet. Decrypt's EIC thinks Musk's gripe about bots is his attempt to back out of the deal. Musk, uh, Musk apparent's wiggling was to talk on a talk of crypto Twitter, since many in the community have high hopes for the crypto's futures Musk would implement if he does buy Twitter. Musk remained tight-lipped about the deal on his account, although he later shared a meme about YouTube content monitoring tweet tweeted to him by a follower. Perhaps he has YouTube lined up in his M&A crosshairs next. No, come on. Do you think he's going to buy Twitter? I don't know about no, I that, think man. It's, I, don't, I don't know. It, it's too much speculation here, but I really right. I think he did something foolish. That's just my opinion. 
but that wouldn't be a first <laughs> for Elon. He's, he spoke too soon. That's what it was. Yeah, exactly. Musk also shared a laugh with Twitter's Bitcoin Maxi co-founder Jack Dorsey about creating a Dogecoin-powered Web69 together. <laughs> ah, that's so hilarious. Elon Musk being the troll master of, that he is, man. You know, he was, you know, was 69 Jack Dorsey. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, Jack Dorsey coming out with his, his Web 5, which we'll talk about here in a yeah, bit. Yeah, Web 5. And Elon is like, hey, man, let me hit you up with that Web 69, bro. Come on, man. Okay. Yeah. On Tuesday, crypto asset manager Grayscale, uh, which stewards $43.6 billion as of the end of last year, tweeted a short thread in its decision to hire Donald Verrilli. 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 Thank you. Former U.S. Solicitor General under President Obama in the firm's ongoing campaign to convert its world-leading Bitcoin fund into an SEC-approved ETF. And here's a tweet from Grayscale. Grayscale began the formal application in October last year and expects an answer from the SEC by July 6. Grayscale also recently launched an advertising campaign asking consumers to help by advocating for the ETF directly to the SEC in writing. Should the company succeed, it would be the first regulated spot ETF crypto product in the United States. Also on Tuesday, decentralized finance watchdog D5 safety ranked solana the second worst blockchain out of the 15 it has ranked so far putting the chain only above axie infinity in terms of technical risk the ranking came in a week after solana's third major crash of the year DeFi safety unpacked its findings in a mammoth 28 tweet thread which of some of which were refuted by solana to decrypt well yeah on wednesday <laughs> Bitcoin Maximus MicroStrategy CEO Michael Saylor tweeted a clip from an interview with CNBC with the words, quote, if hashtag Bitcoin is not going to zero, then it's going to be a million. Yeah, going to a million. Woohoo! Come on, Michael. Let's uh, do it. You noticed in the video it's at 31,000, and right now we know it's at 25,500. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I bet he's, I mean, I'm sure he's not eating his words, but it's just like, yeah, okay, it's going to go down, but it's going to go right back up again. Right? Not worried about it, man. I'm he's, not. He's a hardcore maximalist. Yeah. Uh, MicroStrategy currently holds $3.5 billion in Bitcoin at today's price. In the clip, Saylor pointed to the bipartisan Responsible Financial Innovation Act proposed by crypto friendly Senator Cynthia Loomis and Kristen Gillibrand as a sign that the attitudes towards crypto are changing rapidly and fostering inter party cooperation in Washington. Also on Wednesday, Financial Times writer Sujit Indapt shared screenshot from subscription-only law publications Law 360 that, uh, that alleges SEC lawyers are leaving the federal agency because of SEC Chair Gary Gensler's alleged pro, pro, what? Pro Procl proclivity. proclivity to draw, to draw out cases indefinitely rather than settling them. Yep. Wow. In light of the gossip, one can only wonder where the SEC's case against Ripple fits into this. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Not only that, but also like Celsius. Come on, man. Yeah. In the fallout of Terra's collapse this week, it was the SEC's turn to crank up the heat on Terraform Labs CEO Do Kwan. Some attorneys at the agency believe Terra may have violated federal investors' protection regulation. Meanwhile, in a separate Do Kwan legal issue, 
His appeal of the September 2021 SEC subpoena was overruled on Wednesday when the U.S. court determined he must comply with investigations into Mirror Protocol. On top of all that, Ko Kwan has been accused by the South Korean press of having committed several financial crimes, including tax evasion, fraud, and insider trading. The local press was back at it this week, this time accusing Kwan of allegedly cashing out $80 million a month from Terra and sending it to secret wallets for an eye-watering total of $2.7 million. A number of big crypto Twitter influencer account amplified the claims on Saturday. Kwan took on Twitter on, on Sunday to insist his innocence in a sharp thread. And here's a couple of tweets from him. Kwan says he only took a, nor, a nominal. No, no, nominal cash salary from Terraform Labs. I lost most of what I had in the crash too, he added. I've said this multiple times, but I really don't care about money much. It's a good thing to say. It's a good thing to say, really. A man yeah, has more integrity. Don't don't be, li don't, don't be li like Vitalik saying, hey, I'm not in the billionaires club anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, darn. Now is he in the half billionaires club now that the value of Ethereum has dropped below 1500 That's so funny because <laughs> his face is right there, yeah. <laughs> right at the bottom. Uh, anyways, <laughs> continuing on with the news. Max Kaiser. This is from Crypto Potato and Jordan Lineship. There are a few fatal flaws in Senator Loomis's crypto bill. Well, since I haven't read all this, let me give you a gist of it here. Following years of the lack of regulatory, uh, regulatory clarity, U.S. authorities finally received a bill proposition that aims to shed some light on how local watchdogs could oversee cryptocurrency industry spearheaded by people on the left and people on the right. Actually, I said that backwards, but people on the right being Cynthia Loomis and uh, with Kristen Gillibrand on the left. And then, of course, Ted Cruz, but don't really believe anything he says, Bill aims to classify most digital assets as commodities and provide more power to the CFTC instead of Gensler-led SEC. While the proposition received some backing from certain crypto, crypto proponents, Max Kaiser, one of the original Yangsta uh, BTC supporters, sits in the opposite corner. In a recent interview with Crypto Potato, the host of the Kaiser Report outlined why he believes only Bitcoin should be a commodity since it's the only fully decentralized asset. It's not the only one, believe me. <laughs> the U.S. crypto bill. Okay, so Lewis and co. made strides this week when the first draft of the bill came out. It's fairly comprehensive, 69, <laughs> 69 page proposition, sorry, and brings up different types of crypto assets from NFTs and stablecoins to DAOs and, of course, Bitcoin. As most expected, the bill categorizes the primary cryptocurrency as a commodity, something that the U.S. authorities have admitted in the past as well. Moreover, interest, pardon me, moreover, insiders reportedly claim that Ethereum will also receive the same classification, that is commodity. Interestingly, one U.S. senator believes that the SEC chair, Gary Gensler, has the same opinion. This is the opinion of an opinion, but Gary Gensler has never said this. And it probably doesn't matter because everybody's pissed at him dragging things out for so long, according to crypto Twitter. However, there were some surprises when it came down to other digital assets, including the addition of new term, that is, ancillary assets. Mm -hmm. Ancillary, pardon me. So, Kaiser says, not so fast, as well as known, uh, pardon me, Kaiser is a well-known Bitcoin proponent who has spoken against the rest of the cryptocurrency market because he's a maximalist on numerous occasions, arguing that the BTC is the only 
fully decentralized digital asset is just the most expensive one, not the best one. As such, he has also weighed in on the Loomis Gillibrand draft bill that wants to be put uh, to most cryptocurrencies under the CFTC jurisdiction, even with the so-called ancillary assets having to uh, be in compliance with the SEC as well. Talking to Potato, Kaiser described the bill as dumb. <laughs> and it has a few fatal flaws. He believes that Ethereum and all their altcoins coins are demonstrably and provably securities, not commodities. Sounds like the guy is a jerk. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> that's just my opinion. Relying on his 40 years of experience in the securities field, bringing up the 1996 patent on virtual currencies and securities, and touching upon how we test the decades-old Supreme Court doctrine used to determine whether an asset is a security. Let me just quote him here. Bitcoin could be on a periodic table of elements. It is, it's the discovery of a new digital commodity that's an absolute, uh, absolutely scarce that soon started being used as money. It's unmistakable as a, it's unmistakable as a commodity. Everything else, all 20,000 coin, altcoins, well, not that many, per the Howey test, qualify as unregistered securities because I'm totally and completely by I'm sorry, I didn't say that part, but I believe he is. The Loomis bill is a political junk attempting to attract a lot of lobbying money from disgraced shitcoiners <laughs> shows a complete misunderstanding of securities laws and the functioning of the SEC and CFTC, while also showing an exceptional misunderstanding of Bitcoin. I have this feeling that this guy is heavily biased. Kaiser. Hey, Max Kaiser? Yeah, exactly. Um, of course. Because he's a Kaiser. Totally been that oh, wait, way. no, I'm thinking of something else. Um, lastly, the prominent Bitcoin proponent uh, praised El Salvador because he's in bed with a guy, I'm sorry, for its open-minded approach to Bitcoin and raised hopes that the country's security laws will be much better than what Loomis and Gillibrand proposed. Yeah, well, uh, I'm not saying he's all wrong, but I am saying that he is uh, extremely biased, and extremely biased people should not be allowed to make laws. Granted, he's not a senator or a congressperson, but that doesn't mean he doesn't have an interest in this. But I don't know how to put it any other way than to say that it's inappropriate for a person to be so heavily pushing one direction. I think that the, um, what's to say, the kind of bipartisan look at this is obviously that these two senators are both Bitcoin, maybe not oh. maximalists, but people who have interest. So. Max Kaiser, I support you even if Jake doesn't, man. Bitcoin Web 5, here we come. <laughs> All right, let's talk right, about Celsius. Next news. next news, of course, you guys, uh, if you guys don't know by now, you guys should know that I am um, uh, using the Celsius network. Yes, I am too. So let's see what, so I do, uh, yeah, so I do keep an eye on what's going on with the Celsius news. And here we go. So well, speaking of biased, yes, I'm going to be biased on this. So there you go. This is written by Daniel Roberts, coming out from Decrypt.co. Celsius tanks 70% in one hour as company pauses withdrawals to stabilize liquidity. On Sunday night, with crypto markets already in free fall, controversial crypto lender Celsius announced it was suddenly pausing all customers' withdrawals, swaps, and transfers. We are taking this action today to put Celsius in a better position to honor over time its withdrawals obligations, the company wrote in a blog post on Medium. Actually, you know what? That's kind of scary, though. We are taking this necessary action for the benefit of our entire community in order to stabilize liquidity and operations while we take steps to preserve and protect assets. Furthermore, customers will continue to accrue 
rewards during the pause in line with our commitment to our customers. Now, what if they don't want to be on, on that platform? Yeah, no I don't mind. I'm, I plan on staying there, but what if there are, there's customers out there that's like, you know what, they don't, they don't feel comfortable being on Celsius. They cannot withdraw right now. Exactly. So I'm, I I don't mind leaving my coins on there, but what if the, what about those customers out there? You know, continuing on. The company's sales uh, sell token quickly reacted, dropping 70% in one hour from a prior high of 49 cents to earlier to 15 cents. Oh, that was a buy time. <clears throat> I should have got in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe it still is. I don't know. I got to check the market. Crypto investor on Twitter drew c- a comparison to recent terror collapse as well to the infamous crypto Ponzi scheme BitConnect. The rest of the crypto market did not have a good day either on Sunday, through, n- uh, uh, though nothing compared to sales drop. Bitcoin was down 9% on Saturday. Ethereum, 9%. BNB, 9%. Cardano, 9%. Solano, 9%. (laughs) Dogecoin, 9%. So, yeah, Celsius got hit pretty hard. So, let's see what's going to happen here. Um, Doesn't look like... It's in the past year, many regulations have made it clear uh, that these high-yield crypto lending products as unregistered securities offering. Last September, four states, New Jersey, Texas, Alabama, Kentucky, has sent Celsius cease and desist letter. Uh, that month, Coinbase shuttered its own plans lend product after the SEC threatened to sue if it launches. So yeah. there you go. So yeah. let's see. Um, that's Just so you know, Celsius is back up from its low of 15 cents to about 25 cents. Oh, still pretty good, man. Pretty good. That's like, I don't mind buying at that price point. Yeah, that's pretty cheap. Yeah. You could just transfer. Well, once they let transfers open up again. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, sorry, Celsius. Uh, everything's down right now. We feel your pain, yeah. sort of. This is the reason I say you should mine. Don't just buy stuff. Mine it. Because when you mine it, you don't care what the price is. Mm. All right. Blockchain.com gives out free domain names to its users. This is from Jason on free? Decrypt. I don't believe it. Yeah. They, they well, probably I mean, want your DNA. They probably they probably want, want you want to. Your well, they, cornea yeah. fan or something. They, or they, they or else they get a, they're saying it's on Ethereum and you got to pay the transfer fee. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's free, fee except it's not free. All right, so crypto firm blockchain.com will let its users claim free, free .blockchain domain name supported by the Unstoppable Domain. So, yeah, it's definitely not free. The uh, It's just a, a advertising marketing deal. The company announced on Friday the new option came as a potential challenge to the Ethereum name service, or ENS. According to the crypto exchange official blog post, the newly unveiled features allows 82 million registered users to own a dot blockchain domain. Are there that many words in the universe? No. <laughs> domain through the partnership Unstoppable. The latter is an NFT domain name provider and digital entity pr- platform working on domains tied to readable crypto addresses. These are new features that can allow uh, users to transact cryptocurrencies through crypto address with readable names. In the coming weeks, each blockchain.com wallet user can claim a free customized domain associated with their wallet. I don't know what that's going to be for, but you know, the, blo- the dot blockchain domain is an easy-to-remember crypto address that lets users transfer assets without being implicated with a string of complex mix of characters and digits. Like a typical address. Oh, darn. <laughs> Instead of having a copy-paste of a really long address like uh, blah, 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 Bitcoin address, you can simply type in an easy-to-remember domain like john.blockchain, which has probably already been purchased well, or registered. The news arrived as a step further from the firm's prior announcement, supporting a variety of domain endings, including .x, .nft, .wallet, .coin, .bitcoin, .dao, and more. Not .more, just others. 
And the new feature has positioned the crypto firm as the first company to have a branded top-level domain with unstoppable domains. Actually kind of cool. Nice uh, promotional deal, in my honest opinion. Unstoppable domains website indicates that each domain name is an NFT minted on Polygon. That that That's good. That means it's not going to be stupidly expensive, right? Meaning that it is unique and fully documented on the blockchain. It's also worth noting that some popular domain endings are on sale for $100,000 on the site. So if you got a lot of change, you know, now that Ethereum's worth only about a grand, that'll be, what, 100 Ethereum? <laughs> Actually, at the correct price, it's probably more like 60 or 70 Ethereum. All right, so an alternative to ENS and ETH, this is just a continuation here. The ENS, or Ethereum name service users, also get to customize their domain names using their crypto address. On top of Ethereum address, ENS also offers domains for crypto wallets, websites, content, and hashes, with the ability to connect one's online metadata and addresses under one nickname. So everything's kind of like MetaMask in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. MetaMask, Ian, let's, let's move on. we got two yeah. more articles to finish in five minutes. Let's do it. Okay, we got it. So next, are we done with that? Yeah, that's good. We're done? Okay, so the next article written by Jay, Jay, Jay Zhuang, Jay Zhuang Jay uh, from Crypto Potato. Nigeria's largest stock exchange plans to adopt blockchain for settling trades. Uh, <clears throat> the largest stock exchange in Nigeria, Nigeria Exchange Ltd., will reportedly roll out a blockchain-enabled trading platform next year to facilitate the capital market and attract young investors. The main application of this distributed ledger technology will be in trade settlements, the company revealed. According to Bloomberg, the exchange will partner up with a technology company aiming to receive approvals from Nigerian watchdogs by 2023. Timmy, what is that, Pupula? The CEO of Nigerian... I don't know why that's so funny. Papula. Nigerian it looks like Papula to me. I don't know. Papula. Papula. That's a funny name. Sorry. The CEO of Nigerian Exchange, LTD, uh, viewed blockchain te- technology as a facilitator of the financial market, enabling an effective way of trading financial assets. He added the development could allow young investors to have a fast and easy access to the market as they have accounted for the majority of crypto users in the country. All right. Let's scroll on down a little bit, see what's going on here. Uh, Bloomberg noted that African business and policymakers have actively adopted blockchain technology for various applications. Only a year after its CBDC was introduced, Nigeria was set to enable local pay out, uh, locals to pay their bills, TV subscriptions, and flight tickets using the eNaria. Meanwhile, South Africa authorities are engaging with the fintech industry to, co- to incorporate the technology into the financial markets. All right. Yeah, that's good to see that they're getting on board blockchain. I'm grateful. On board in blockchain. And the last article uh, of the evening, we have Helium. Helium? Helium. <laughs> what am I saying? I don't even know what I'm saying. Helium Crypto Wireless Network to launch new tokens amid expansion. So, you know what Helium is? It's this market that promised a lot and kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and people started getting less and less and less. Anyways, it's an IoT and a 5G network. Here's the article, in brief, from Decrypt Andrew, Decrypt's Andrew Hayward. In brief, Helium will launch new, new mobile and IoT tokens as it expands the crypto-powered wireless network, and the tokens in the network will also expand to include decentralized protocols. So, Helium's novel concept, standing up a wireless network for sensors and trackers, is powered by token-rewarded node operators, has earned significant support. 
Yes, like over a million nodes out there, I think. Nova Labs. One the million. Yes, it's a lot of nodes. I mean, we're talking about Ethereum-level nodes here. The recently named oh. startup that represents Helium's founder announced today that the network will launch new to crypto token tied to individual networks. The shift is a to a new model comes as Helium attempts to expand its offerings with 5G connectivity. One of our own members, Mr. Newton, knows all about this. The executive HNT token will continue to exist and serve as something of a reserve currency or floor currency for the expanding Helium ecosystem, Nova Labs CEO, co-founder Amir Halim, told Decrypt. After, uh, meanwhile, that's not, there's no after in there, my bad. Meanwhile, Helium will first launch a new mobile crypto token this month, which will reward people who operate the 5G node and contribute coverage to Helium's latest network. Early adopters who run the 5G nodes were there were about 5,000 of them, Helium estimated, are not currently being rewarded for providing coverage for mobile de devices like mobile, fo uh, mobile phones and laptops. That will change once mobile token is alive ahead of Helium's plans to rapidly scale the 5G network as hardware partners like FreedomFi seek to lower prices for the nodes. In August, the network plans to launch a new IoT token that node operators will earn for the original low raw WAN, uh, network designed for the Internet of Things, the ones that most people have the nodes for. And I guess I was wrong about the million. It says the network now has more than 850,000 active nodes. Okay, so I was, I was short by 150,000, my bad. Up from the 640,000 in mid-March. That tally has climbed rapidly since the start of last year. It absolutely has, with the Voss coin telling us all about how he was making $50 a day, and then nobody ended up doing that. Existing HMT mm -hmm. tokens, whether earned via running nodes or bought on secondary markets, will continue as is even after the launch of the new mobile and IoT tokens. Either of these tokens can be purchased for HMT as holders. Please, a process uh, that Helium likened to the former ability of US dollar to be swapped for gold. However, it's a one-way process. Helium won't provide a way to swap HMT for mobile or IoT. You gotta earn that, bitch. <laughs> Furthermore, as the new tokens launch, Helium will Enable mobile and IoT token holders to govern each respective protocol with a new sub-DAO, or Decentralized Autonomous Organization, if you didn't know what a DAO was already. Um, as we've seen with Helium, the network is already evolving, said Helene. There are always new challenges. There's always new things to think about. Yeah, that's very generic. Thank you. I'm moving on here. Uh, in any case, basically, the gist of this whole concept is 5G is coming out, and they're going to revamp IoT, the current IoT network. So... And also the coins, apparently, right? They're coming yeah. out with a mobile coin. Yes. Well, I, I'm grateful for that because it's good to see an alternative network that doesn't depend on some, you know, T-Mobile, Verizon, or AT&T for their network. You know, the, the way, I'm not saying that a business model can't work, but this mo mm -hmm. business model is entirely separate from that. And, and in, in a sense, um, obviously, the the more usage you get, so like in, in high pop areas, like I don't know if anyone's looked at the Helium map for IoT, but there's there's in some cases like as many as 50 nodes per hex in San Francisco. It's utterly ridiculous. Ah, Those people earn almost crazy. nothing. There's so many right. nodes in that space. But this is good for the 5G uh, people who are doing the same thing as well. So it's like, yes, you'll get less if there's more of them. Of course, the 5G node costs like five grand. Um, $5,000 US. It's not yeah. cheap. Um, but the the advantage of this is that if you're in a place where you, like, you're the only one, you will get all the tokens, right? So you're definitely going to need, like, right, the, the reason I'm making this analogy is in San Francisco, and I've been there many, many times, and so has John, um, mm -hmm. especially in downtown, 
the signal coverage is horrific. I know the yep. number of times I've been trying to get a download just anywhere in downtown San Francisco, it's you get terrible reception unless there's nobody there. Like, you know, it's like a, a holiday, you know, Memorial Day weekend kind of thing, and there's just nobody there for whatever. Like, or even during COVID when there's not a lot of people going out, the signal was great because no one was using it. But with all these people adding this more receptivity, more capability to the network, the likelihood of getting actual signal that's clean and fast is much, much higher because there's an incentive. The reason there is an incentive for like uh, Verizon or T-Mobile or AT&T is because you're only using you're using that one network. You can't go onto another person's network or another group's network. And if they only have you know maybe five antennas, that's all you're going to get. <laughs> so I'm really excited to see the 5G rollout because of the potential possibilities. So uh, that's all the news we got for this Sunday, the uh, 12th of June. Thank you all for listening. If you want to check out our coin tree again, you can help donate to us through that. And, of course, we would love it if you go and join our Discord because you can talk to us and find out more great sure. information like yeah. Crypto Careers and Crypto Quote of the Day. And there's lots more stuff in there. So as we always say at the end of the show, John, you want to lead us out? Oh, stack sets. And, and hot. Uh, Adios. Adios.